Hi there, welcome to Typical Books. I'm Lydia Peaver, and this is the podcast mirror of my YouTube show, Typical Books, where we talk about horror fiction. So, on with the show. Hi there. Today on Typical Books, it's a little holiday haul. And by holiday haul, I mean gigantic, because we went shopping when we went on a family vacation and picked up a lot of books. Now, when we go to Pennsylvania, there are some stops that we traditionally make to a certain bookstore that is quite popular on that side of the country, uh, Second and Charles. I'm Canadian, so I'm new to Second and Charles. A lot of people are very used to Second and Charles. And the deals that you can get on books are fantastic, especially when you take into account that weird Canadian American book thing where it could be $9.95 for a book in the US and it will be $15.95 here or $29 for a new hardcover in the US and $39 here. Like it's, and that's over and above the exchange rate. So if you're paying for things in Canadian money, yow. So Second and Charles is a very cool store. There's nothing quite like it here. I mean, you can find used books at thrift stores and there are like, more geek den type places to shop where you can get some specials if it's not used it's like less expensive but there's nothing really like it and i really wish that they could move on up here you know i used to wish that about dunkin donuts but i'll bitch about coffee later on but yeah we did stop in at second and charles like we normally do and the specials there are astounding the horror section or the horror literature that's mixed in with the fiction is fairly astounding. The amount of hardcover books that you can get. And if you're lucky and you go in there when somebody's off their collection, you can get a lot of really cool stuff. So the first thing that I found is a book that I already own. It's the Dacre Stoker Dracula, Dacre Stoker and Ian Holt, Dracula the Undead. Um, I, I quite enjoyed this and I like the, the, that it is a sequel and it is a really lovely hardcover. I have it in paperback. But to me, having a basically pristine condition hardcover, there's no markings in it that I've seen at all. There's hardly any wear on the dust jacket, and it's quite a pretty dust jacket. Very much worth it, and it was very inexpensive. So that was something like $5.50 American um, and Canadian that's less than $10 for sure. It's probably like $8.50. Um, definitely worth it. The next thing I found is something that I've always cut my eye out for. And there's one more book to get. It's a reread for me. The Edward Lee uh, City Series, House Infernal and City Infernal. Infernal Angel is the other one. And these were really cheap at like $220, $275 each. So really inexpensive for basically unbroken spines, right? For the paperbacks, the original leisure. And they are really wonderful finds. Um, my husband hasn't read this series and I've read most of it. It was the first Edward Lee I ever read and it was and it was really eye-opening as far as splatterpunk fiction in novel-length format and a series. I mean, if anyone's new to Edward Lee and wants to read a little more thought-out splatterpunk instead of uh, shorter things, like I like bullet through your face and things like that, and uh, Gentle Grinder, I keep going back to Ryan Harding as uh, one of my favorites. But if you, you know, are, are want something a little more girthy as far as very extreme and violent visceral horror fiction, uh, Edward Lee is your man man. So yeah, really nice find. 
And what I've basically been holding out for every time I'm in a used bookstore, I look for a nice copy of this. I had had a paperback, it got tattered, and I don't even know what happened to it. And it sounds crazy because I've gone looking for it three times since then realized, oh yeah, I don't have that. And I thought I did. I don't know what happened to it. Now I've got a nice hardcover of On Writing. It was $4.95, super inexpensive. I don't know if I would pay less than, you know, 10 or $15 here in Canada finding it. It's got a little bit, uh, I'm going to fix that up with a little oil or something, but it's pretty much pristine as well. Hardly any marks. And here's an idea of what it would have been new. US $25, Canada $37. And I remember looking at this when it was new in hardcover and not wanting to spring for it. I was very, very destitute as a student at the time. But yeah, years later, here we are. I can easily afford $4.95. So then we decided to carry on our bookstore adventures uh, downtown Bethlehem. And I, I, I don't think of it as the Christmas city. I guess if I grew up around there or, you know, you think of Salem, Massachusetts as Halloween town in a way. Um, but Bethlehem, Pennsylvania is the Christmas city and people do go there for Christmas ornaments. I know some people in my family and older friends of mine that would have really enjoyed, really, really enjoyed going to Bethlehem for Christmas ornaments specifically. And if you want Christmas ornaments in the Christmas city, no better place to go than the Moravian bookstore. It is one of the oldest bookstores, oldest continuously functioning bookstores um, in the East, I believe, if not all of North America. It is one of the oldest, at least in North America entirely the Moravian bookstore. And it is really, it's kind of wonderful. Like it's sweet and all. It's nothing really special. It's nothing like the highway bookstore in Cobalt, which was literally miles and miles of used books. And that was, that had functioned as a bookstore for a very long time as well. But this is not used. It's a new books bookstore and it does a lot of local authors, which is really important, I think. And that sort of bookstore, that was what Borders, I think, was so important for. And this sort of bookstore is exactly that, an old independently owned brick and mortar store. It has been bought out. I guess the Moravian College decided it didn't really make enough money or it was too expensive to run. I can't imagine the rent is cheap there anymore. But the Barnes and Noble has taken over the managing of that store. And it has sort of a Barnes and Noble-y feel now. And it's a little more polished than it had been. And maybe that's part of the operating cost is upgrades just to the building, perhaps. But I don't know what the, the intricities are of that management. But it is a little more Barnes and noble -er, But it's still the Moravian bookstore. So there's still like Christmas ornaments, a Christmas section. It's in Bethlehem, so it's the Christmas city. And... Because of that, the last time I was there, I picked up um, Ghost Towns of Pennsylvania. And, uh, they have a great section of those sorts of books. All of the Ghost Towns of PA, all the Gettysburg Ghosts, all that sort of books. If you want a good selection of those, and whether it be big name publishing or independently published local authors, go to the Moravian Bookstore for all your creepy PA needs. But I picked up some independently published horror. I think it's horror. I hope it's horror. The Christmas City Vampire and Werewolves in the Christmas City. I am going to devour these over the summer. I think this is fun. Or I like it could hold off to Christmas. I don't know. Larry L. Dibert or Debert. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. 
Um, they're both signed. There was a signing and there was another local author signing happening that day, but we had either come before or after it. And the last time we were there, there was a horror-ish book signing happening just after we had been there too, which we always seem to miss, but it would be neat to see. There seems to be a lot of creepy, ghosty, werewolfy, vampire-y stuff going on in Christmas City. So that was super fun as always. It was neat to see the Moravian Bookstore, now managed by Barnes & Noble. I'd only been there once or twice. I'd been there twice before. Just loving to see old bookstores. Speaking of old bookstores, decided to check out a new one that Chris had never heard of, and I just stumbled upon looking at bookstores in the area. And then they had offered up this nice pamphlet. There used to be a cottage, a country cottage arts and crafts tour like this where I grew up, where all the independent crafters had gotten together and created a pamphlet with a map showcasing all their wares. The Pennsylvania's fiercely independent booksellers has done the same sort of thing. So you get a map on the back and lists all of the booksellers in all the little areas. And the very first one is sort of around the corner-ish from Moravian, the old library bookshop. If you're in the area, I highly, highly recommend it for old used books and for antique books. It's a wonderful place. There's many other places to choose from as far as antique booksellers here, but wow, this is a fantastic bookstore. And I'm so glad we stumbled upon it because this will definitely be in our annual, if not semi-annual tour of bookstores when we visit PA. There were a lot of books there. We could have spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. There were so many books there that we were lamenting the fact that we hadn't written down other books that we were looking for. There's usually something saved for Second and Charles, but I picked up Shock 3, New Dimensions and Terror, Richard Matheson, 13 Electrifying Tales by the Master of the Far Out and Bazaar. This is from like 66 or so, and stories from the 60s forward. And it does have uh, Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, which is exactly why I picked it up. I'm going to pick up his other Shock editions because I don't know if I've read any of them. I'm could have read them when I was younger and picking up little yellowed paperbacks like this as I did. This is one that I grew up on. My grandmother had almost every single book by Hans Holzer and his daughter Alexandria Holzer is doing a show now reinvestigating some of his top cases. So I am so so proud of her for that. So excited to see it someday. I don't have cable, but I'll see it somehow. But I'm just as excited to hold in my hands another Hans Holzer book. The Lively Ghosts of Ireland. Oh, yeah. As often happens when Chris and I are in bookstores or other stores, usually bookstores together, we both see something um, that we both want to buy. <laughs> I, I ended up buying this, but it is Lupe or Loop Lupe. And I like the cutaway cover. It cuts away to a little boy in a coffin. Not what you'd expect. Hmm. I had an eye out for a copy of Brownstone, the Brownstone series, too, for that same reason. Originally retailing at $2.25. I don't know what we paid for it. Almost $10. Go figure. Anyhow, it'll be some eerie reading, some eerie occult reading, that's for sure. So that was like quite a find, specifically the Richard Matheson book at that little store. Last year when we were in PA, we had gone to a place that used to be called Mock Chunk, which is what I'd prefer calling it usually because it's named after a 
sport person whose name I can't remember all of a sudden. Um, Jim Thorpe. A town called Jim Thorpe. It's like naming your dog Ralph Jim Thorpe. Uh, there's a bookstore there and they had had an old, old, wonderfully old copy of Dracula that had all sorts of marginalia and stuff. And it was probably from the 30s or the 20s. Oh, it was so wonderful. It had an Art Deco cover. Sellers Books and Jim Thorpe. Yeah, um, they're featured in that book as well. That little fiercely independent booksellers pamphlet that we picked up. So we'll definitely be checking out some of these. I highly urge you to seek out these little tiny used bookstores and ask them if they know of other bookstores because they often do. So yeah, that's a fantastic haul, a huge haul, lots of rereads, lots of little reads, some short stories, and Edward Lee. That will probably be a future review because I want to get to the Ghast or Black Train and definitely the Infernal City series, even though it's quite girthy. But I might, you know get some sort of Edward Lee onto the show because I do really love Edward Lee's stuff and I don't think I've reviewed any Edward Lee for the show at all. So that'll be a forthcoming review. I don't know about the other stuff. I know the Stephen King on writing is going to be a forthcoming author tube video, but that's part of another chunk of books, right? So I'll be talking about more than one during that escapade. So if there's anything that you think I should read as far as author two books about writing by horror authors or of course if you own anything like this or can recommend any Canadian little small bookstores or other PA bookstores that might be on the travels down I-81 then do let me know and above all have an ooky spooky day. If you are looking for something new to read, some insight or reviews of horror you have read, or even talk from a writer's perspective, I hope you enjoy this little show. Feel free to check out the YouTube version by searching Typical Books or visit me at LydiaPeaver.ca. Thank you and have a dark, devious day.